5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Hello and good day to you all. We're going to jump right into our uh, lesson for today. As uh, we went over Mark chapter 9, uh, we're just going to move a little bit further down the list here, down, down the chapter, and we're going to start with verse 38. And this is what it says. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group. Don't stop him, Jesus said. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. But if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one hand than to go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter eternal life with only one foot than to be thrown into hell with two feet. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. For anyone will be tested with for everyone will be tested with fire. Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. All right, so we get into this uh this discussion here where John is the disciple John says, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group, right? And, you know, like to me, it, like it sounds kind of funny, almost like it's like a, a junior high click party or, you know, where you got the subgroups and, and you got this group over here, this group over here. And John, it kind of sounds like he's uh, using some junior high logic, like we told him to stop because he's not a part of our group. Like, this is, this is for the cool kids. The cool kids do this. Jesus, you need to go over there and rebuke them for doing that. And, and, and of course, John doesn't get the reaction that he, uh, that I think that he's seeking in Jesus because Jesus says, don't stop him. Right. I mean, and there's an exclamation point. So it could have been a little bit sharper than that too. Right. Jesus is saying no one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me as well. Right, so what is Jesus saying? You can't. You're not going to be able to be doubly minded in this. You're not going to use Jesus and especially Jesus's name for something that was good and something that was miraculous, and at the same time, kind of start spewing hatred against Jesus. So Jesus kind of breaks it down a little bit and says, like, who's really a part of the group? Who's really a part of this thing? Right, and he says, anyone who's not against us is for us. 
Now, that one's a hard one to be able to decipher. So you're looking at it and you're thinking, all right, so if if somebody's not actively against us, that means that they're for us? I don't know. I mean, Jesus says, you know, ultimately they're not getting in the way at least. They're at least allowing us to move forward and to be able to, even if they're trying to figure out, you know, how they're, they, they, they could be a part of this, or maybe they're not even trying to figure out any of that, but at least they're not getting in the way. So if anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. Now, some people look at the reward language in that prosperity gospel sense, right? So I'm going to serve because I want to be rewarded. So I'm going to, you know, serve the homeless, and I expect then to be rewarded and hopefully that it's not just like a you know a a, a, a a little pity you know like a reward I want it I want something good like I'm giving up time and energy in order to you know be able to do this thing and so I really expect to be rewarded there's that expectation that always gets in the way right so if, if Jesus is like you're surely going to be rewarded well how are you going to be rewarded? Well, there's a lot of different things that we can look at when we look at a reward. It can be rewarding to help others, right? And this is what followers of Jesus do. You know, that yes, we don't have to always deny, like, this makes me feel good when I help other people. Jesus doesn't say, shut that down. Like, he knows that that's going to be a part of the process. Like, we're going to feel good when we help other people. It's going to get us out of our heads, out of our, you know, what's surrounding us, and it's going to give us a different perspective about other people. This is a good thing. He says, followers of Jesus, this is going to be a reward for you. Right, And then Jesus kind of switches tracks a little bit when he says, but if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. Right, This is like mafia killings right here, right? We're going to tie cement shoes, right? Cement shoes. So you're gonna, we're going to drop you in, and that's going to be the end of you. Jesus is saying, don't cause division. Don't cause distraction. When these little ones who are trying to be able to follow Jesus, and you're doing or saying things that are actually causing them not to, Jesus is like, yep, you're, you're going to be in trouble. And then he gets into the whole illustration of like if your hand or if your eye or, you know, like if there's something that's causing you to sin, cut it out or cut it off. And then you'll be able to be clean. But really, is it really about the eye? Is it really about the hand maybe that stole? Is it really about the eye that took in you know, the, the pleasures of, of some other form of thing that probably shouldn't have been going on. You know, is it the foot? Is it, you know, that, that I don't know, it's not that, right? Because it always goes back to something greater. And I think Jesus, when we're getting here, is not like we should be walking around and noticing that there's a whole bunch of people with their eyes gone and their, their hands or feet gone because they've cut them off because it caused sin. No, if we have to, we're, we're looking at this and like, even if you have no eyes, it doesn't mean you won't sin. 
Even if you had no eyes, no hands, and no feet, it doesn't mean that you can't sin. It always goes back to something greater. And I think that's where when Jesus ends with everyone will be tested with fire, right? Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live at peace with each other, right? So Jesus is trying to get us to get along. When you're looking at those other groups that are, you know, ultimately doing the same thing that you're doing, like followers of Jesus, if you're looking at the another denomination, you're like, well, you know, those people do, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we, we, we say all kinds of terrible things against them. And then we're like, and Jesus is like, but hold up, like those are your brothers and sisters, right? I mean, these are, these are Christ followers as well. They just don't identify the same as you. And Jesus is like, are we trying to be able to live as salty people, people with flavor in the world, or are we just trying to be able to denounce and put down other people? And I think this is like, Jesus is like, cut it out. Don't stop them. Continue it. Celebrate it. That's what I want you to think about today. Have you been, you know, putting yourself in a different camp amongst, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ? Have you been alienating others who have been a part of the body that you didn't want to associate with? Think about that today in this journey of Lent, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.